And I remember one of our colleagues saying, I want to treat cancer patients. And I remember thinking to myself, oh my goodness, like how, how, you know, how can we treat patients with natural medicine? Like it wasn't something that was at the forefront of my mind, right? I was, it was, it was daunting to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember thinking, I just want to be in primary care. And I think I want to do chiropractic and I want to do acupuncture. And I wanted to have this like family medicine, um, physical medicine practice, right? You know, kind of combining those things. And it's, it's really interesting, you know, when life takes you down a path and, um, you, I guess you fall into that specialty or, you know, that niche, right? Hello and welcome to ND Inspo, where our mission is to connect, grow, and inspire naturopathic doctors and students from all over. My name is Dr. Kirsten DeWitt, and today I have with me Dr. Miranda Levant. Dr. Miranda is a licensed naturopathic doctor, and after graduating from NUHS, she went on to complete her residency in integrative oncology in Hawaii. She now practices in the New England area, specializing in integrative primary care, integrative oncology, as well as endocrine and digestive health. I'm so excited to speak with Dr. Miranda today to learn more about her journey as a naturopathic doctor, her journey to integrative oncology, and to share a little bit about what she's learned along the way. So thank you so much, Dr. Miranda, for being with us today. Thank you, Dr. Kirsten. It's really a pleasure to be on on your podcast and your show. I've been following everything and it's, um, I really love what you're doing for the naturopathic community and creating this kind of collaborative effort and keeping the community together and inspiring other practitioners and potential practitioners. So I think, I think it's wonderful. Thank you so much. It's been, it's just been so amazing hearing everyone's stories and their journeys, because I think one of the things that I really want to highlight with this podcast is just how different that can look for everyone. You know, our stories that bring us to naturopathic medicine are different. And then our journeys as naturopathic doctors are so different and versatile. And I really want to make sure that we can highlight that because there's no one right way to be a naturopathic doctor and to utilize our understanding of the medicine. So thank you for being here again. Thank you for being willing to share what your journey has looked like. And so to that, um, I love just hearing, you know, what, what did bring you to naturopathic medicine? (laughs) how much time do we have right (laughs) we got about an hour so let's hear it (laughs) you know I think all the times I've told this story I feel like I'd be able to like give you the cliff note version and pare it down but I think I have to give you all the pieces only takes a few minutes Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I, I knew I always wanted to be in healthcare in some form I originally um started out with a concentration in athletic training and physical therapy and I soon kind of realized that that just wasn't my, my vibe. And um, I guess I am giving you the clip note version because I'm kind of <laughs> chopping it up a little bit just for the listeners saying they probably don't want to hear all of it. Um, as I was, as I continued my studies, I, you know, I kind of realized that I wanted something more, right? I didn't, not that there, I have, there's nothing wrong with physical therapy or athletic training. It just wasn't uh, resonating with me. And Um, I met a few um, colleagues, you know, throughout schooling, and then I 
I went down this path of taking all the prerequisites for conventional medicine. I like had it in my mind that I was going to be a cardiovascular surgeon, you know, in conventional medicine. And like, that was just the way I was going. I was dead set on it. And um, throughout my schooling, uh, one of my professors, he was a medical doctor, but an Appalachian root doctor from uh, North Carolina. And he practices integrative herbal medicine. He's fabulous. And, you know, throughout um, working with him, I learned about naturopathic medicine. And prior to going to naturopathic school, I ended up um, completing my master's degree where I got to study with the Kekchi Maya um, and interview the shaman there. And it was through that journey and that process that I, I was able to see the, I guess, the beauty of natural medicine and how powerful it can be. Uh, you know, in Belize is where I was at. That, you know, it's a third world country and all they, the people there live on the land and it's, it's beautiful. And there are ceremonies around healthcare and, you know, it, it just seeing the use of the herbs and the teas it opened my mind to see that there's just another, there's another way, right? Um, you know, conventional medicine, it's only been around for 200 some years, right? right. Um, and what I consider to be traditional medicine, right? These, these indigenous um, medicines, uh, you know, that's, that's traditional medicine, right? And I think, you know, that's where naturopathic medicine um, branches off of, right? Um, so anyways, I, I was able to see, see those journeys with the patients and the, the healers there, and it really inspired me. Um, it took me a little bit of time to make the leap from, you know, that conventional mindset because I didn't really know anything about naturopathic medicine. So I had to do my research and kind of find out where those schools were and what the accreditation looked like. And so there was an initial apprehension, right? Because um, I was like, oh, is this credible, right? Right. Uh, we know that that's like totally false, <laughs> that mindset. But, um, you know, that, that's where I was. I, I had this true apprehension to kind of take that leap and, and do the schooling. Um, yeah, so here I am. <laughs> yeah, oh my goodness. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about your experience in Belize? Because it, it sounds like, you know, there was a lot of maybe personal shifts that happened. Definitely some, some mindset shifts maybe a little bit of the cultural perspective as well. And I, um, I just think it's so important to have those different perspectives. And that's mm -hmm. one thing that travel lends itself to. Um, so yeah, is there anything else in that, in that experience that maybe you've carried forward with you um, to, to this day with your current practice? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I, I really didn't have any expectations of, of going to Belize, right? It was this, this project and I was working on my thesis, and, you know, and so I, I saw it as an opportunity, but I really didn't realize it was an opportunity that was going to totally change the direction and my thought process and my perspective, right? But I guess that's what experiences do. <laughs> they give you perspective. But um, when we were collecting the, you know, our data and, and working with the shaman and the indigenous healers, um, I had the opportunity to interview patients and the shaman. 
And they, you know, the, the language, there's a language barrier because it's a dialect of Spanish. Um, and so even if you speak Spanish, you can, or if you know, you know, bits and pieces, you can make out some conversation, but it, the dialect is totally different. So we had a translator and it was through the conversations that we had where, you know, th these people as patients, like they would tear up when they would talk about their healing, right? Um, epilepsy, diabetes are a few things that kind of come to mind. Um, hypertension, right? They're, they're treating all of these disorders because they don't have direct access to healthcare. And I was like, this is incredible, right? You could see the transformation when the patients would talk about, um, you know, their, their baby no longer has epilepsy, right? Or um, they no longer have diabetes, or their high blood—you know—their blood pressure is normalized. You could see it in their face, and you can see the authenticity of what was happening, even though I couldn't—I didn't know what they were saying. Right? Mm -hmm. There was that language barrier. So I think it was just that perspective of um, even not knowing the language, being able to see that transformation for patients. Right? That—that that is something I took with me. Um, I, I still think about it, you know, to this day. Um, and when, when you are in practice and you see patients have that transformation and, you know, the healing that you're giving them and the education you're giving them, um, you know, I think that's really rewarding. So it's really nice to be on the side of the healer and the practitioner, albeit in a, a different setting, um, you know, to, to um, see patients improve and mm -hmm. on the other side of the bill of health, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. And I think that was one of the things that um, for me, I, I did a medical brigade in Nicaragua and just seeing their response. That was the first time that I was really introduced to acupuncture. That's actually mm -hmm. why I uh, added the acupuncture masters because I saw, I saw it applied there, you know, in these really small communities and just their, their look during treatment. And I just, there was this one young girl who had um who had severe scoliosis and she as soon as the the points were applied she stood up and you know we had her walk around and she just started crying because it was the first time that she didn't have pain and after that I just knew okay I need to add this this medicine and um so it's just those stories and like you said being able to see the the authenticity of of what that transformation can do for someone that really just you know you can't you can't forget those right like those are the things yeah. that you you can't forget that um and so so tell us a little bit more about so you you went into naturopathic medicine and then what uh what brought you to the integrative oncology medicine residency what inspired you to do that yeah I have to laugh at this question only because I remember um I remember being in my first semester at, um, at National University of Health Sciences uh the, in the first semester of school uh you know you're gathered around with all of your new colleagues and you go around the circle and everyone talks about themselves and um you know they're vision and you know what what specialty they want to go into or how they want to use naturopathic medicine um, and I remember one of our colleagues saying I want to treat cancer patients and I remember thinking to myself 
oh my goodness, like how, how, you know, how can we treat patients with natural medicine? Like it wasn't something that was at the forefront of my mind, right? I was, it was, it was daunting to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember thinking, I just want to be in primary care. And I think I want to do chiropractic and I want to do acupuncture. And I wanted to have this like family medicine, um, physical medicine practice, right. You know, kind of combining those things. And it's, it's really interesting, you know, when life takes you down a path and, um, you, I guess you fall into that specialty or, you know, that niche, right. Life kind of brings you those, I guess, those talents or gifts <laughs> at, um, you know, different moments. So I just remember thinking like, that's just something I, I, that's so scary to me. Right. Um, but you know, after I graduated school, I, I had it dead set in my mind that I was going to do this residency in Hawaii. And so, you know, I applied for it, um, you know, it happened and it happened to be an integrative oncology residency, right? There's, it was general practice also, but there, you know, um, you know, the bulk of it was learning how to integrate, um, conventional medicine and naturopathic medicine. And, you know, that I think is where I really grew and blossomed as a practitioner and a person. Um, that's one experience that I, I, you know, and I know that everyone wants to do a residency or has to, but, you know, for me, that was a really pivotal moment um, or, you know, time um, in my career. So, uh, you know, I got to see the, I was able to see the impacts of the therapies that we use as naturopathic uh, providers uh, and how they helped cancer patients, right? You know, their outcomes were better. Their quality of life was better. They had less symptoms from chemotherapy and radiation, right? It was just incredible to see, you know, the power of, of, of diet and IV therapy and, you know, evidence-based supplementation, right? So kind of blending all of those things together, working with oncologists. And so, um, it, 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 the, all the puzzle pieces kind of fit together for me. And I, I found an area that I really enjoyed to, to work in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think you, you touched on something that I think, um, I mean, I resonate with, you know, just the, the idea of working in oncology, it can seem very daunting, um, especially when you're a student and you're kind of just learning and understanding for those who especially haven't maybe had um, that personal experience, I didn't have a personal experience with naturopathic medicine that brought me to it, to it. It was really the philosophy and, and the, the understanding of it. Um, and so, so for some of us, it's, a, you know, it can, it can seem a little bit daunting. And so I'm, I'm curious how, you know, where are you at today with that, um, that understanding of, okay, this is, you know, this is like what we can do. Mm -hmm. for, for cancer patients. Yeah. I, you know, um, I take on the op that opportunity to treat, um, patients and their family members with a cancer diagnosis as, you know, I, I, I find it a, to be an honor, right? Because, and, and this is no, um, you know, I'm not joshing or on the, the, you know, the current medical system, you know, the, our conventional medical system, but, um, you know, it can be pretty cold to patients, right? Um, it's like, here's your diagnosis, here's your prognosis, this is your treatment, this is what we can do for you, right? And there's really, you know, a lot of times I find that there's not an in-depth explanation. I have patients that come to me that don't even know what chemotherapeutic drug they're on. You know, they, they don't know, <laughs> you know, they're just kind of 
push through this system, you know, it's like, well, here's your diagnosis and, and this is what's going to happen. Right. Um, and there's really not a lot of, uh, autonomy there. So, uh, I find it that when, you know, patients come to me, uh, with whether they're just diagnosed or in the middle of treatment, right. Um, I, I help, I help guide them through, through those conventional therapies. I help them understand, you know, I'm not prescribing them, but I'm helping them to understand what's happening and how we can support their immune system, how we can improve the effectiveness of those therapies, how we can reduce the side effects. Right. And there's this, um, you know, we, I spend a lot of time with patients, right. And all most naturopathic doctors do, right. You know, our, our intakes are longer. So you get to build that relationship. Um, and, get to see the patients on a more regular basis. And I, I just, um, I've had the unfortunate, um, you know, uh, um, I don't, uh, opportunity to diagnose a few patients with, you know, a cancer diagnosis and, um, as horrible as that, you know, can sound or uncomfortable those conversations might be, um, you know, those patients did walk away feeling, uh, empowered, right? Because they had a plan and there um, are, are tools that are hopeful, right? Uh, you know, I'm never promising cure for a patient, but there, you know, there's, they, they walk away knowing the different steps of the journey and, and, you know, what they can do uh, versus just conventional medicine, right? Yeah. And knowing their, their options, right? Which I think is the point of informed consent is knowing the full extent of, of what those options are for, for treatment and what it can, what it can look like. And so I'm curious, what are some of the, what are some of the therapies, some of the treatments that you have, maybe you were just really surprised about, or, you know, that were maybe exciting for you to learn about? What are some of those uh, treatments and therapies that uh, whether it was during your residency or, or currently that, um, and maybe you're still learning about them, but what are some of, what are some of those therapies? Yeah. I mean, the, 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 um, the possibilities for treatment in the, you know, naturopathic and alternative or integrative oncology realm, um, are vast, right? There's so many different therapies mm -hmm. we can choose from. Um, and so, you know, when I work with patients, we're obviously, um, well, I don't want to say obviously, right? We're working on the 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 root causes and the and the foundations and pillars of health, right? Diet, water, sleep, all of that. But some of the more uh, I guess higher force interventions, right? IV therapy, I do utilize a lot of. Um, and I, I don't want to say if I have favorite therapies, but if I had to pick only two therapies, maybe those are the ones that I'll I'll highlight. Um, so there's mistletoe therapy, which is um, a therapy that was developed, you know, developed in Germany. It's kind of gained some speed as a trend, you know, trendy um, over the last 20 years or so. But um, mistletoe, um, we use it as a subcutaneous injection, and it has two primary, um, you know, ways and mechanisms of action, right? It improves the quality of life uh, in patients. When I say that, I mean, it can reduce side effects. It improves their energy. Um, and then it has a direct um, immune modulating um, effect. So it supports the immune system. Um, it kind of helps to, uh, you know, reduce, you know, and provide um, anti-cancer effects, if you will. Mm. So 
that therapy, um, you know, we could probably do a whole talk on mm -hmm. itself, but it's, it's really special. I've seen it do wonderful things for patients and it's, uh, I believe it is unique, you know, in the, um, naturopathic and alternative world. Um, but there's a, what's wonderful is that it has the most, um, evidence base that I know of for an alternative therapy, right? There's like 2,500 2, papers on it. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's really well backed by um, evidence. And um, I think that's something that's important to point out, you know, in the integrative cancer realm is to use therapies that are um, foundationally solid and backed by, by evidence. Um, I do use a lot of supplementation, but one of the supplements that I think is the, the most fascinating is modified citrus pectin. Mm. Have you heard of this? Oh. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, um, it's a powder, but it's, it's derived from the peel and the pith of citrus fruits and it acts on a component of, you know, called galactin three and that, uh, that pathway, um, it, you know, in cancer cells, it helps to kind of, it inhibits galactin three. So it reduces um, blood vessel growth, um, you know, tumor growth, all of that. So it, uh, very anti-metastatic, so it reduces metastasis. Um, and I use that for patients when they're um, go undergoing biopsies, getting surgery, because it helps to kind of prevent the, the seeding of cancer cells. So it's, it's a really cool um, tool to use. Yeah, and it's so interesting because you see that, um, well, you see the, the peel used quite frequently in traditional Chinese medicine. And so it's, it's always fun to see, you know, a lot of the, the science behind um, the, the mechanism of action, you know, why is this so beneficial and, and why has it been used for, for thousands of years, maybe in different ways, but um, that's always, it's always validating to, to hear the, the evidence behind those um, applications. So thank you for, thank you for sharing, for sharing that. Um, so fascinating, so interesting. This is why I love naturopathic medicine. And I'm curious, what would you say to maybe a student or a naturopathic doctor who they've maybe been interested in oncology, but they're still feeling a little bit of that, um, that daunting feeling like we talked about before? What would you maybe say to, again, a practitioner or, or a student about about integrative oncology? Yeah, I, I think I would, the advice I would give is to, to shadow and preceptor and get out there and don't be afraid to ask questions. And, uh, you know, we learn from experience, right? Um, and that's something I didn't do a lot of when I was in school. I, I kind of wish that I, I did, um, you know, reach out a little bit more and, and you know, in my downtime, go and, and shadow different practitioners and ask those questions. A lot of my colleagues did that. And I feel like that's just something I, I didn't make time for. But um, looking backward, you know, I would back, I would, that's something I would absolutely do. Um, you know, because that, that's for, you know, as a community of, of, uh, of healthcare providers, um, we have to empower each other uh, and, and help each other grow. So um, if any students or prospective NDs want to reach out to me, I'm more than happy to answer questions, <laughs> you know, so I don't turn anyone down. I, I do get emails from time to time 
asking to, to chat. So I would encourage people to do that. That's great. And what would you say, because hindsight, right? Um, what would you say are some of those like important questions to be sure to ask whether it's around, you know, what is, what does the career look like or the lifestyle of, of being, you know, like, what would you say are some of those maybe important questions to ask the person that you are um, shadowing? Because I think that this is some like, I don't know, I just feel like sometimes we'll maybe shadow someone and, and then, you know, we, we get into it and we're like, oh man, I wish I would have asked about this beforehand. <laughs> Again, whether it's around maybe the lifestyle of what it looks like to be an integrative oncology, you know, naturopathic doctor or whatever it may be. Are there any like questions that come to mind that you think are just important to, to be sure to ask and get clarity on before kind of embarking on, um, and maybe that's any path in naturopathic medicine, right? Um, but more specifically, I guess, you know, for the sake of this conversation uh, in oncology. Yeah, I don't know if there's any specific questions that come to mind, but I do think, you know, an important point to note is that, you know, I mean, with anything you do, you want to be passionate about it, right? Um, like, there are certain aspects of, of, of healthcare that I'm not passionate about. And I don't, I don't practice, you know, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't advocate, or I don't market for, you know, to bring those patients in just because not that I, you know, but it's just that it's just areas that I'm not strong in, right? Um, and I feel like life challenges you sometimes and will mm -hmm. <laughs> throw those patients your way. But um, I think being really passionate about it because it, you know, uh, in, in oncology, you have to work with the conventional medical providers. And so, you know, I think some, you know, question that someone would want to ask themselves is like, how thick is their skin, right? Mm -hmm. Can you stand up and advocate for your patients, right? Because a lot of the times what I see happen is, you know, I will make recommendations, the patient goes to their oncologist, and then um, they tell them don't don't do any of that, right. Mm. But I, you know, even though you send them with the, the research and the evidence and all of that. And so um, you have to stick up for your patients, right, and, and stand up for what you believe in, too. So I think, you know, um, I, I do default to the medical oncologists a lot of times. But when I do feel that there's an important therapy, I will absolutely call the, the medical oncologist and, and develop that relationship and, and advocate for the patient. Right. I think that's really, really important. So I know I'm not answering your question because I, no, I, I think that's I, think I can, but I think that's something that's important um, for people maybe considering, you know, and I, I feel like any part of naturopathic medicine, mm -hmm. uh, there can be resistance in, um, you know, from other medical communities. So I think it's important to be really passionate about it, right? And, and to be able to stand for what you believe in, um, in regards to your treatment plans for patients and what you know works. Yeah, but I think that that's a really great point because of, you know, where we're kind of at in the integrative setting. And also because of just the nature of oncology and of cancer, it's, you know, you're, you're going to be working in an integrative setting with them. So I think that that's a really important point is to, to recognize that you will need to learn how to build those relationships with the full medical team. 
And so I'm curious, I'm wondering if you can maybe talk a little bit more about what that experience has been like for you, um, again, as a naturopathic doctor in that integrative setting, what does that collaboration look like? Um, and where do you think we can maybe improve upon uh, with that setting? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I've, I've experienced a variety of, <laughs> of, of practitioners, right? There's some, some uh, oncologists I've worked with that just don't wanna have anything to do with alternative therapies. And, you know, you, you work with the patient the best you can in those situations. Um, and then I have, I have practitioners who reach out and they, you know, they, I mean, we can't right now, but they want to have lunch and they want to talk about the therapies. And, and so that's a really beautiful thing when, when that happens. And obviously when that happens, you, you need to take, you know, take the opportunity and run with it, right? Because, um, it's, it's important to educate other providers, right? And, and I think in any field, regardless of naturopathic medicine or conventional medicine, you know, practitioners need to be open-minded to other therapies, right? Um, I think you can kind of pigeonhole yourself if you think that your treatments are the best and the only treatments, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, my approach is very integrative. I, I do believe in conventional medicine and I love blending both right, um, natural therapies and, and conventional therapies, but um, I, I've I've seen different different responses from providers, right? So, but I, I think that um, you know you, you can do lunch and learns, right? Where you you um, gather your information and take your expertise to a facility. I think it could, that can be really daunting. I haven't done it. Um, <laughs> But that's, I do think about it, right, where I would, I would love to just go and talk in front of some, some, you know, medical oncologists and let them know what I do. And it might be like crickets, <laughs> right? They might, but it's, you know, there's going to be one or two people that, that hear it. And, you know, I think it's just that chain of communication where we continue to educate uh, the, the communities that maybe aren't so familiar with, with uh, natural therapies. Yeah, and just planting that seed, right? I think a lot of what we do um, in general as naturopathic doctors is we're just planting a lot of seeds for people, you know, and, and maybe they're not yet ready to uh, to dive into what that is, but at least we're we're kind of laying the groundwork for them to uh, come back to when they're ready, right? So even if that's all it is, it's just planting the seeds, starting to build those relationships. Um, I think that's a really great idea. And what do you, like, what are you hopeful for in the future of the integrative oncology setting? Like, what are you, what are you hoping for it to look like maybe five, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, who knows how long it will take, hopefully yeah. next year, what are you hopeful for, for it to look like? Yeah, what I'm hopeful for is, uh, you know, I think there's a few things, insurance coverage, right? Um, I don't take insurance in my office in particular, but I, you know, I would love to see certain therapies be covered for patients, right? Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, it's like, if you don't do chemotherapy, nothing else is covered, right? You know, <laughs> it's like, um, and patients are paying a lot of money out of pocket for a lot of different therapies. Um, you know, I know acupuncture does have more insurance coverage depending on where you are, patients' plans, but it would be nice to see some more coverage for those therapies. 
um, you know, for IV therapy or for any alternative therapies that patients are, are seeking, right? I, th I think that would be wonderful. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I would like, love to see more collaboration between providers, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know what that looks like exactly, but you know, the medical oncologists that I've worked with um, that are open-minded, um, it's a joy, right? Uh, you know, they're inquisitive and, um, you know, I've, I've had a few ask me my opinion for, you know, uh, the course of therapy, right? So, you know, I think there is uh, opportunity for that and I think it can happen. Um, it also depends on what, you know, that provider's training, um, you know, I've seen, you know, DOs and MDs be very open-minded to that, right? So I, I just I think it depends on where you're at too, um, unfortunately, geographically. Yeah. Um, some states you find um, a little bit more open-mindedness um, than others. So I, I, that is something I would love to see. Um, and I, I think not just in integrative cancer care, but just in healthcare as a whole, I would love to continue to see a move towards a preventative health model versus the sick health model, right? Like, um, you know, we haven't really gotten very far with, you know, keeping people sick. So, um, you know, continuing to build on therapies and, and, you know, therapies as simple as, you know, zinc and, and vitamin A, right. And, you know, these things that we know that are important for our immune system. I'd love to see more recognition, um, you know, from the conventional communities, um, for some of those therapies. Yeah. Because with recognition just comes more greater accessibility and then, you know, that, that changes the whole game, <laughs> you know, is the accessibility piece and, and just the knowledge and understanding behind the importance of it. Um, and so I'm also curious from maybe the patient's perspective, just from what you've current, currently seen, like what is their experience when they're working with uh, a naturopathic um, oncology practitioner? Like what, what does their experience look like? Um, so um, as far as, you know, from start to, to finish, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's, a, you know, I, I do have a full intake with patients and the medical history, just like any naturopathic intake would be. Um, but I, you know, what, what I find is that patients really love coming to our clinic to get their IV therapy just mm -hmm. because of the way the environment is. Um, <laughs> so they like, they actually look forward to their treatment. Um, you know, I think there is something to be said about, uh, you know, uh, environment and, um, I don't want to say placebo, right? But you know, when it, it, there is, I think when when there's an environment that's more inviting and less like cold, right? There's there's a healing process with that. So, um, you know, I, I feel I find that patients that are coming to get their therapies, um, you know, outside of chemotherapy and radiation, um, they find that experience really therapeutic, um, mm -hmm. maybe cathartic in a way because it's it's just complete polar opposite, right? There's, um, you know, I cry with patients, right? It's like, you know, we kind of have, you know, we, we talk about the, the good and the bad and, um, you know, there's space for that emotional healing and empowerment, um, especially through, you know, a difficult diagnosis. Yeah. And I'm also, uh, because I, I get what you mean with the environment and I'm in my mind, I'm thinking, well, it's probably, 
um, putting them in a different, you know, uh, a different state as far as their nervous system goes. And so Mm -hmm. maybe that impacts their care. So maybe it's more than just the placebo effect, you know, maybe there's an impact on something like their nervous system that helps to improve the outcome of it. You know, it's just having a safe place. I think sometimes we, we forget about the importance of just having a patient feel safe mm-hmm. um, in, in where they're at. And so maybe it's kind of tied to, to that as well. Um, okay, wonderful. Well, we've covered so many, so many important elements, I think, to the, the oncology side of naturopathic care. Is there anything else that you want to share again with maybe prospective naturopathic doctors or naturopathic doctors who have just been wanting to learn a little bit more, understand a little bit more of what that career path looks like? Um, anything else that you would like to share about your experience and your your journey um well i I think with you know to answer um the second part of your question (laughs) right i think that um with naturopathic medicine right the possibilities for your practice and what you can envision are really endless right Mm -hmm. um you know i follow a lot of uh the colleagues that you and i went to school with Mm -hmm. and um, just some colleagues I've met along the way. And it's really incredible to see all of the different paths, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I have, um, you know, a colleague in Hawaii who just does regenerative medicine and injections with PRP and stem cells. Um, I have another colleague that only does IV therapy, right? Um, I have a colleague who does family medicine, right? And so it's like, it's just interesting to see um, how practitioners in the naturopathic field um, have taken their passion and made their practices their own and, and followed that vision, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that's something for prospective, you know, students and future NDs to kind of understand is that, you know, you, you can make can make it your own. You know, there is standardization in regards to the training and such. And I think that's important to understand, right? Everyone gets that kind of same base, but you can build upon that in so many different ways, um, right? I mean, there's like yourself, uh, you know, doing combining acupuncture with naturopathic medicine, right? You can really expand your practice and, um, you know, your patient base that way, right? So I think that's really important to just keep in mind that it's not just this like narrow, narrow street, right? It's this big, broad umbrella of opportunity. (laughs) Mm, Yes. I love that. I love the, the idea of just the opportunity, because uh, I think sometimes we just, we kind of, I think you mentioned it a little bit of just like siloing ourselves into this idea of what we think it should look like. And, and that doesn't really allow for, uh, for staying open to all of the, the opportunities that are out there, because I think that they're just going to continue to grow. And the more that other naturopathic doctors kind of pave those ways for us, the more we'll see, oh, like I can do, I can do this. Like I can be, I can work in integrative oncology. Like I can do all of these different things. So um, by following that passion that you have, 
um, you're just kind of helping to pave the way and, and help people see what is possible. So um, you're really helping others to, to kind of see themselves as well and, the, and those possibilities, all of that potential, all of those opportunities that are just waiting for us. I love it. Um, well, where can, where can people reach out to you? Where can they follow along on your, on your journey? And where can they learn more about, about you? <laughs> well you already know that I have a terrible online presence as far as my my Instagram goes I am working on it though I'm slowly trying <laughs> to build it. um but you know right now I practice in in Hampton New Hampshire um at the Sante Center for Natural Healing um our website is thesantecenter.com there's a lot of great information on there um, people can always reach out to me. I'm always happy to answer questions. Um, I'm happy to give my email if that's appropriate. Um, anyone can reach out. It's mlebantnd at gmail.com. Happy to answer any questions anyone has, or if I can't answer them, I'll direct you to someone who can. <laughs> we always appreciate those resources. Um, and so last question, what keeps you inspired in naturopathic medicine? Yeah, I think there's um, two parts to this. My, like, as my um, social media presence is lacking, I do follow a lot of colleagues, right? And I find that to be very inspiring, mm-hmm. albeit the 5G is like attacking us more and more every day. But, you know, to see what, what everyone is doing since they've graduated and, you know, I mean, even, even people I didn't graduate with, right? Um, to see this vast array um, and people finding their own pathways of success, um, that is really inspiring, right? Um, and I draw a lot of inspiration actually from my partner, Steve, who's also a naturopathic doctor. Um, I do wish I had more, um, more of a motor like, like him. Um, he's constantly trying to be better for his patients and he's always, um, uh, you know, l- learn on the top research and, and doing webinars and such. And so it's like, you know, his motivation inspires me to do, you know, to look up things in my own way. But, um, you know, when you see people that have that type of passion, it, it, it really can, you know, can drive you to be a better person, a better, better practitioner. Aw, well, shout out to Dr. Steve, and I'm sure that he feels the same way about you. <laughs> others that feel the same way. I find you very inspiring just seeing all that you have done and all of these paths that you've created and, and just seeing the care that you're able to provide. Um, I don't think not everyone needs to have a big social media presence to make an impact <laughs> while you're doing so much in yeah. the one. And that's, that's really what's important, right? Um, so Thank you again so much for your time today. It's been wonderful learning more about what your journey has looked like. And it's, it's just truly inspiring. I love hearing all of the different um, stories and, and learning about your experience in Belize and, and just all of that, you, all of the ways that you've been able to um, impact the Uh, integrative oncology field. So thank you so much for being with us today.
Yeah, thank you for having me. And thank you for all that you're doing. Um, I think it's really incredible um, to continue to reach out to practitioners and to kind of cast this net of opportunity and, um, and knowledge uh, out there. So thank you so much. Well, thank you. And thank you all for listening. Thank you for watching. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe to keep the inspiration going. And as always, be well and stay inspired.